Hello, hello, y'all. Welcome to Bravo Wild Black. It's Kaya. And it's Aaron, and we're so excited to talk to y'all today. Um, we have a few things. Uh, Kaya, how's your day going, first off? Um, it's great. Right now, we're recording on a Friday. It's the end of the work week. I got some plans for the weekend. Tomorrow, I think I am going to either rent Black Widow We'll go and see Black Widow, oh. and Sunday I'm going to a drag brunch. So, will you be coming? I heard. Yeah, I think also. I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have it. Um, yes. It's going to be fun. So we'll be seeing each other this weekend. Right now we are at our respective homes. Um, but today is going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk about the shows, and then. We're going to talk about some tea and have a little hot topic session. We don't really do this often, but you guys seem to like it. So we might be doing it a little bit more often in addition to our thoughts on the shows. Uh, we want to get the most serious stuff out of the way first. And I also want to discuss our Instagram comments being in shambles <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> so I guess we'll just kick it off with Roni. Okay, so we have Ebony trying her absolute best to make things fun, but also make Ramona stay in the moment. Um, fans are not having it. Hate They hate everything that Ebony's doing, and they feel that she is making everything about race and pushing her agenda on Ramona. And especially because she would not let Ramona um, kind of get out of the conversation. But as we saw, Ramona literally left and then came back. Um, they were at a party. You guys saw the episode. Honestly, I'm not, um, it's not, and I'm not, not feeling Roni. Like when I watch Roni by myself, I'm like, <sighs> whatever <laughs> you know like it's, right. it's actually it has its fun moments you know like i'm not like upset about it is because i i expect that from ramona i'm actually surprised that she hid her white fragility mm. for so long that we've you know gotten to this point but it's just when i go online that it becomes taxing and right. offensive and unproductive and like it's just ridiculous what i think is that yeah may maybe ebony is trying to lay it on in the best way she knows how to with these women but at the same time ramona is contradicting herself where she's saying that she wants to be taught things but then She's saying that she's preaching and teaching too much and she just wants to have fun. This is the mm -hmm. thing. A lot of people are saying that Ebony's only storyline is this race stuff. And I want to say that that's absolutely not fucking true. 
what show have we been watching? Because I can tell you at least four storylines that Ebony has right now. She is in a new group of women trying to teach them about what's happening right now. She recently got out of a relationship and is, you know, getting used to being single, moved to a different part of the city. She's developing her friendship with Sonia Morgan. She's also brought up the fact that in her family, one, her grandmother was, you know, very, very sick. And on top of that, she may have a sister that she never knew about. That's actually five things off of the top of my head. Now, objectively, Ramona's storylines, hmm, okay, she's trying to get back in the real estate game. Can you help me with anything? What, what else is Ramona doing? <laughs> um, she's an asshole to everybody. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're not wrong, but I'm just trying to think about. Okay, so everyone's story. Let's go through everyone's storyline. Ramona's trying to get her real, get back into real estate. Um, but I can't think of anything else that she's doing. So help yeah. me out. Um, Sonia, Sonia is ooh, dealing with a lot. So she's going to therapy and trying all these things. She's trying to, I think she's trying to like sell the townhouse or something like that. She's looking for love. She's building her friendship with Ebony. She's trying to build a bridge with Ebony and the ladies. So yeah, that's about- it also seems like she's trying to educate herself more with like all the right. issues that are going on because she's very receptive to what Ebony tells her. And I do like that about Sonya. Right. Okay. So Sonya has a few different storylines going on. Um, Luann, Luann's storyline. There's cabaret. no cabaret. No, where is it? There's no cabaret. Yeah, right now, Johnson's the only cabaret open. Um, there's no cabaret. There is, okay, she has a boyfriend, allegedly. I don't know where the fuck he went. The first half of the season, that's all we talked about. I don't know what, what happened to, to dude. I'm just calling dude. I think they honestly stopped talking and she's just like, yeah, we're just gonna. Okay, but that's one storyline that I have for her. And um, I guess she's fixing things with her daughter. So that's two. So far, Ebony has five. Sonia has four to five. Ramona has one. Luann has two. Who am I missing? Leah. Leah is supposed to be turning into a Jew. Um, uh, That's. I would like to actually see like what happens um, with that storyline. I want her to explore the religion. I want to learn more about the Jewish religion, even though we, you know, we went to a predominantly Jewish high school, but I would like to see what it is to um, convert into Judaism. So I'd like to see that actually. So, and Leah is dealing with things with her daughter, I think getting her into another school She's the one who introduced Ebony um, and, you know, her friendship with Ebony and also the family thing. Her grandmother yeah, her unfortunately grandmother. passed away. So that's about four things that Leah had to offer. Okay, so Ramona, other than the real estate thing, I just realized that she introduced Brashawn. So that's two. So I can only think of two things that Ramona is bringing to the table. Yeah. But I thought off the top of my head, five things that Ebony is bringing to the table. So 
that's the answer for all of you people who are saying that she has no storyline other than trying to talk about race, which is literally her life and her being. And also, if they would just sit there in the moment and talk about it, she would get it off her chest and not have to bring it up anymore. The thing about Trump supporters is that they're so proud online and, you know, flying their flags and storming the Capitol and, you know, in their hood. But when it comes to just saying, yes, I do support Trump and that's that. It's like she's running away. She doesn't want to talk about politics, but she wants to talk about all of these other things around politics and just make it into something that it isn't when she makes herself look worse by stumbling, Mm -hmm. bumbling, and then talking about, oh, I wish I had your life. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm white. That was a a bit much. That is just the total opposite of what she was trying to tell Ebony. Aren't you glad that I I learned about Madam E.J. Walker? Like, no, you don't get points for that because the not only not only are you wrong, but what the fuck does that have to do with the topic at hand? So it just she contradicted herself. The fans are contradicting themselves and they just need to go ahead, shut the fuck up, because this is also called mm. reality TV. Um, it's not called scripted TV. Uh, we are supposed to be talking about things that are real. And at that time, they are filming when the election was around when the Black Lives Matter movement has been reawakened. I know a lot of people, probably not you listening, because you guys listening, you, a lot of you have been amazing allies, amazing in the inbox, amazing supporters, great at sharing, great at staying here. Like, we love you. We thank you. You are doing amazing, sweetie. But a lot of people in general said that they would be making this a movement and not a moment, but it's been a moment. It was just cool last year to be like, oh, Black Lives Matter, equality, blah, blah, blah. Let's change this. Let's change that. But now we're doing it. And all of a sudden, it's a problem. So to those who want to go to reality TV to escape, that is not what reality TV should reflect. Maybe you should look into some dating shows, look into the cooking channel, look into the food network. Um, look into some other reality shows, maybe competition shows, Survivor, Love Island, I don't know. But reality is supposed to be what's happening in the real world. Mm-hmm. Even The Bachelorette is literally taking these issues head on because guess what? That's reality. It's supposed to reflect real, what we're talking about. So if you don't like what's going on, go watch some scripted TV shut the fuck up and stop making it not fun for everyone else. And that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's fair. I mean, when when I seen it at first, um, I did kind of understand where Bashan was coming from. I was like, well, maybe, you know, she, she just, maybe Ebony needs to take a different approach, but just seeing how Ramona acted, I knew that it doesn't matter how she brought that up or how she approached it. She was still going to act like an asshole. Um, I think sometimes it can come off preachy to those kind of women, because I have to understand that, that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're not 
they're not like out here. They're not, they, they don't understand what Ebony is going through necessarily. I think Brashawn would understand, you know, and that's why yeah. I listen out of everybody. I listen to Brashawn the most because I'm like, she can relate to this experience. So it's like, I kind of understood where she was coming from. And I also want to point out that I loved the fact that even though Brashawn is friends with Ramona, she still stuck around to listen to what Ebony had to say. And she still was talking to her like after everybody else was like getting up and leaving the table and seemed like they didn't want to talk about the issues. That's the other thing is that, you know, when some people feel that Brashawn, um, you know, I do think it's it's weird that she was ushered in by Ramona and it, it did rub me a little yeah. wrong when she gave the, you know, we're all humans vibe. But I am a person who likes to let Black people express themselves the way that Black people want to express themselves. Mm. And also, I'm a person who gives people more than one episode to decide whether I like them or not. Um, And people are just like, she's giving off Republican vibes, she's giving off All Lives Matter vibes, she's giving off this and that. And I'm like, I can see where you got that from Mm. from maybe the first conversation. But I think this new episode is that she even said, like, oh, I'm black. She might have a different way to approach things. She also might be one of those people who are not not really like head on or confrontational. And she also might be one of those people that I know the kind of woman that I'm dealing with, so I don't even want to get into it. Right. So right. we don't know how Bershawn may, you know, talk about these issues. She might have her own way, but at the end of the day, she is a black woman. She, you know, she's not in denial of that. She is, uh, you know, she is giving more of her personality. And I think that I'm coming around to Bershawn, especially mm-hmm. since the last episode, because it's not like she's trying to avoid it. Um, so just give Bershawn a chance. Yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are also trying to compare Bashan Bashan and Ebony. And it's like they're right. complete they're two completely different women. That's yeah. just that. You know, at the end right. of the day, they're both black women, but they have mm-hmm. different approaches and they have different personalities. And I, I don't think one is better than the other or one one is you, you know what I'm saying? I think they're right. They're both power players. And I like to see I like to see more Bashan. Yeah, I like to see her connect with the group. Yeah. I I, you know, had to warm up to her from the first scene, but that's also the first scene. And right. also to people who are saying, you know, producers need to stop this and they need to take this person off the show. Or they need to take that person off the show. I don't even want, like, as much as, you know, Ramona is everything that I hate about this country. I don't want them to stop having these conversations. I don't want them to take her off the show right now. I want people to see this is how people are thinking. This is what we're talking about. This is what we have to go through. This is reality. This is what Black people have to go through. When she's like, I wish I had what you have. Like, (laughs) Ebony is an accomplished, beautiful, rich Black woman, of course. But that means that she literally, like her tagline suggests, had to work twice as hard for half as much. That was so silly and insensitive and I don't think she even fully realized what the fuck she was saying because it just didn't make any sense at all. It's like, you don't know what she had to go through to obtain her success. So it's like, let's just relax a little bit with that. 
but that's Ramona, baby. I think she knows. Like, I think that like everything that she's ever wanted to say about mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement, about um, Ebony, about like what they're experiencing in the group came out at that moment. Like, I think that it yeah. just she finally had to be herself. She could not put on the rules <laughs> of wanting to be better anymore. And I can I can respect that because honestly, that's what I wanted to see from the jump. Like, show me exactly who you are and how you feel about right. this. I like to see everybody's real reaction, even if it's something that I don't necessarily agree with. It's real, mm-hmm. and that's reality TV. So I can right. appreciate that. I can definitely appreciate that. For sure. And uh, shout out to Luann, too, for engaging and sitting down and listening. Because I actually thought her ass was going to walk out for a second. But it seems like she was still trying to, you know, have a conversation, at least with Ebony or maybe. Yeah, even though she was mm-hmm. being um, defensive about the, oh, who you call yeah, it? Like, yeah. what do you mean? White supremacy. Like, I understand. But that's like, you know, that's who she is. Like, right. she was being herself. So it was uncomfortable, and it and I, it was like, what the fuck? But at the same time, right. she didn't leave there. Like, she was still having the conversation. And I could even understand, like, when, when she was like, um, well... That's not us. I could I could understand why she felt that way because that those are like some big words, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I expected those words to make them a little bit nervous because nobody wants to be called that. Nobody wants to be put in that category. Um especially when you're on like national TV. You don't want to be put on that shit. Yeah, even if you are. And yeah. I'm not suggesting yeah, that yeah. anyone on that show is. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know. Anyways, mm-hmm. but, but anyway, the rest of the episode, the rest of the episode was actually enjoyable. <laughs> it was enjoyable to me up until the last, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but the last five minutes of every Yeah, it was like episode, so stressful. So, so stressful. I go from like a regular nice <laughs> BPM to like 120 BPM at the last five minutes, like before the last commercial break. All the progress and all the fun just goes to absolute fucking shit. And I need like a Xanax. Like Ramona, immediately after. The way she transformed into an asshole. Well, she like. <laughs> She was already an asshole, but like an even right. bigger asshole. That was that was insane to me. I was like, is she okay? I think she walked away to like and came to back. Like charge up. No, she went to charge <laughs> up to like to like completely transform into a fucking asshole. She so when she did the transformation back, and the spin and all of that shit. Yeah. She did the fucking Sailor Moon spin into the fucking <laughs> all lives matter woman. That is in our comments, which I wanted to talk about also. I don't know. You saw the post, Erin. Of course you did. I simply posted. I simply, like, I literally didn't say anything disparaging about any race or any housewife or any person. All I said was a collage of the people of color. In predominantly white spaces, but I don't understand. Like, I, all I said was, I'm giving a little love. My thing is, where the fuck did my y'all caption, come from? Because my caption is literally, oh, uh, you know, just being the only black person in the right. white space to understand what that's like. 
Uh, I just want to love on them a little bit because I saw all the hate. Ebony's getting all the hate that Crystal's getting when Dr. Tiffany Moon was on Dallas, even though we didn't Mm -hmm. cover Dallas that much. We just saw all the hate that these women of color are getting. And a lot of it is unfair, even though it's not like obvious. Well, there was some obvious racism, but there's also a lot of coded racism within it and microaggressions. I didn't even mention that. All I said was giving a little bit of extra love to the women of color and predominantly white spaces. And I left. Okay, I want to thank everyone for the overwhelming positive comments because I don't like to just focus on the negative. But there are a lot of Karens in the comments saying, why are you guys making this about race? Why did they bring these people on here to talk about race? I am so sick. And I'm just like, how the fuck did you find Bravo Wild Black? That's what I'm trying to say, because that, you know, I just don't get why now, because I feel like, number one, we're black. We're black as fuck. Um, fuck. Number two, uh, y'all been here. If y'all are here, y'all been around for a little bit. So but I that's know. the thing. That it's was a little bit strange to me. It's like us. we've been posting shit like this. We've been doing shit right. like this. We've been addressing shit like this on the podcast. Right. So that's our are y'all filming and fucking around with the keyboard and just going like to random pages and stalking us? I don't know. Are you living that's under exactly my bed? That's exactly what's going on. That's what's going on. It's literally what's <laughs> going on. And like, I'm the only reason that, I, okay, we're used to dealing with trolls. Like we've been yeah. doing this for now over a year. And like at first it was like, what the fuck? But now it's just like okay we're used to it but with this are y'all like bots? this was worse it, it <laughs> racist make me bots think. make me think but no it was too specific like it was too specific to me and honestly i was like what the fuck so i just in- instantly started telling some people were so rude that i was like you need to shut the fuck up because there's that my thing <laughs> is is that my thing, no, I'll say it. Like my thing is, is that you can talk crazy, but there's like a certain limit. Like there's a certain amount of offense, and especially when you're talking to our followers, the people that actually follow us, crazy, you're gonna shut the fuck up. And I can't turn the comments off because we need the engagement, child. And I can't, you know, really go for the jugular. So my right. defense mechanism is literally shut the fuck up because that's exactly what you need to do um so i doubt that you're listening to this but shut the fuck up if you have something negative to say about that post yeah because and i'm like if you made it this far you're weird because um yeah you're fucking weird and you don't like to use that word a lot yeah and i don't and you know k knows i don't like to i like saving that word for people who are actually weird um and I feel like that's exactly what you guys are doing. It's it's a little I bit strange. I use it a little bit too much, but <laughs> I feel like this time it's weird. Yeah, no, no, this time for sure. You guys are being weird as fuck because it's like, it's as if you've never seen what our page was about or... <laughs> Yeah, it's literally as if Bravo came know. out with that call. It's as if Bravo was the one that posted it and then they were like, people are racist like nothing <laughs> none of that happened like we're not bravo okay as much as i wish you know, i would like right. to be i would like to be bravo like johnson is cabaret um but i'm not we're not we're literally a page 
of Black Bravo lovers. And we want to create a safe space for people of color to agree or disagree or just put their feelings out there and just give our thoughts and opinions and bring attention to what's important to us. So why the fuck are you who doesn't follow us, who you literally see that it's not the Bravo TV account, why are you literally losing your fucking racist ass mind in our comments and expecting me <laughs> to be quiet? Like, oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, play with your mama. Don't play with me. Right. Because one thing about me, I will definitely tell you to shut the fuck up in a heartbeat. And some people were so shocked. Some people were like, how did, look at you. Look at what you're saying. Like, yeah, bitch, because you're on my comments and you're not. No, but sometimes it's okay to shut the fuck up. Because if you're not making any fucking sense, then don't. Don't. Why, Why even bother? And it's also like you don't want me to say what I really don't want to Fox say. So you're lucky. They don't they have an Instagram page and why they don't literally you do. go under there, go under Tom and Tommy Lorin or whatever the fuck her name is, and you go yeah. and you can comment under her shit all day long. Yeah. Or go to some of the Southern Charm people. Yeah, and, I was just about to say that the, the Dallas cast. The Dallas class, the OC class, even go under Ramona's comments. Go yeah. under Ramona's, but comments, don't try that right? shit can... under our shit, like because then yeah. we're gonna have to. Because we're not that. not the one or the two, so or the three, and right, and that's just that on that. But yeah, you guys, I'm sticking with this season. Um, it's not really that bad of a season. Like yeah. I still don't understand why people are acting like nothing's happened. Bravo. They go on trips. Actually, did really good for this week's episodes of everything. I'd say like New York was very entertaining. Family Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills even gave, even though they didn't give in the way that I wanted them to give, but they gave. Really? Um, I I I think that this episode of Beverly Hills was very widely received. So then, speaking of speaking of Beverly Hills, then let's just slide right on in. What did you think of the episode overall? Um. I enjoy. I was entertained. I'll say that much. I was definitely entertained, but it's just like it's a mixture of being entertained, but also annoyed with Sutton because I feel like at this point she's doing a bit too much. Like I don't like. How can I say this? And then I can't. I don't like Sutton enough to keep making everything about her. And I feel like that's yeah. what she's doing. At every event, it's like we're still rehashing this shit with Crystal. That happened like two or three episodes ago. And it's not, and everybody's saying Crystal is the one that's rehashing it. And it's not Crystal. It's not Crystal at all. Like, are you it's guys watching the actual Sutton. flashbacks? No, yeah, but it is. And, and to be fair, maybe Kathy. asking them. <laughs> Kathy and Kyle, honestly. Because Kathy is just like, hey, Thomasina. Hey, Tommy. (laughs) It's like, she is not letting up off this shit. And I think it's funny as fuck. Like I said, I have an aunt named Thomasina and I know how how they get. So for me to see how crazy Sutton was acting, and I know she hates that word because God forbid we call somebody crazy. But um, if you're acting like it, I'm going to say it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna say it. If you're acting like it, I'm gonna say it. you're acting crazy. And I feel like everybody yeah. can act crazy. It doesn't matter what race or ethnicity you are. It it doesn't matter if you're acting out of control like she is, getting up from a table, 
running all the way across the other side of the and keep in mind they have a, a pretty spacious property you're running right. your ass on the other side all the way by the the little bar that they had right what is the point what do you want I, from people she wants apparently an apology what do you want from me <laughs> not the adam lambert that's exactly how i feel and i couldn't agree more with garcelle when she was like what is it that you need from Crystal to get Thank past you. this? Especially <laughs> when she was the one who walked in on Crystal. Right. It's like you literally, okay, you are not okay with the word violated. And that's your problem. But we have gotten past this. And it was not until they started giving out gifts to Garcelle that she became undone. Because when they were sitting over there and Cassie Hilton called her Thomasina, I don't know, <laughs> for some reason, Cassie Hilton, like, when she called her Thomasina, it just reminds me of, like, when Nicki Minaj <laughs> was, like, calling everyone Tatiana and, like, she added Tiana at the end of everything. I don't know. Cassie Hilton gives me major, major Nicki Minaj vibes. Anyways, she didn't say shit then. She was like, oh, are we starting with that? Okay. Your beef should have been with Cassie. Right. Number one. Number two, why did you wait so long to decide that you're upset? Number three, if you don't want to be with people that you do not like, why the fuck are you here? Go home. (laughs) You said that shit because the whole time I literally stood up and I was like, (laughs) why in the fuck would somebody be somewhere? If they already know who's coming to an event, if I say I my whole thing is I don't want to be around people I don't like, which is absolutely true, by the way. Same. Just to be like, guess what? One thing about me, I don't. I'm not gonna show up. I'm not gonna show up because we're around. I built my entire life about staying the fuck home. Like I don't even go to work in person. Mama always said you cannot go wrong. If you stay your black ass at home, and that's exactly Wait, say it again. Wait, say it one more time. Get you cannot go now. wrong mm-hmm. if you stay your black ass at home. And, and that was a motherfucking word, and you heard it here. I live my mom. life by that philosophy. By that, that is most. Right. That that was one of the most realest things I've ever heard in my fucking life. On my mama. And it's so true. It's like, stay home. You have a nice property. You have a nice car. You have plenty of other things that you can do. A brand new car. Go bowling. Go get a, what is that? What do they call that shit? What is the new exercising machine? The, the, the. Oh, Peloton. Yeah. Go get that. And go get your ass on it. Right. And do something other than come to somebody's event that you know you you're perfectly aware of who's all gonna be there and complain right. and bitch and take everybody out of the element. That's so selfish and so unnecessary. And the fact that you keep trying to make Crystal seem like an asshole when you're the one showing your ass and flip-flopping mm-hmm. your skirt and all this extra shit and shaking your hair and doing all this weird shit. Come on. Yeah. The only thing that I can honestly say that I've related with Crystal on is when, <laughs> when she was taking the drink and she was like, I pray to Jesus every day. Listen. 
And she was just like, and then she was just like, I don't know if she's like, give me a break or something. She said something hilarious. And she's just like, please, like, same. <laughs> but like, I don't understand why in that moment she felt that way because Crystal didn't say shit to her. Sutton was stressed the hell out like but why like i don't why? know is it because, I, I is it because no crystal clue. brought a gift and sutton is probably the richest one on the cast absolutely and she ain't bring she ain't bring shit not diddy watt city exactly and i just don't understand so she waited until garcelle and also she stole garcelle's moment like it's her birthday and honestly you know how i get about my birthday like i wish one of my friends would pull that shit at my birthday I don't care who at least we're in this house. Get your ass out because it's my motherfucking birthday and I'm opening my presents and you didn't give me a present and you want to cry? Oh, you're not going to have to deal with Crystal, baby. You're going to have to deal with me. And I, mean, I might not have leather pants on. I might have like Fashion Nova biker shorts on, but you're going to have to deal with me in my Fashion Nova biker shorts. And you'll get your ass on because you're not about to make this about you, especially when it's not about you and this girl did nothing to you. Period. Point like and the period. You said it. A word. I don't know. It was that, that was weird. all weird. And I it want to make it weird. clear: the leather pants are not ugly. I like this hot at all. Pants. A lot of people are saying they didn't like the top. I respect the top. Um, actually, I would have cut some slits on the fucking side of that shit, and that's mm-hmm. how I would have did that. But you know, um, Crystal did what she needed to do, and Sutton can't the say pants shit. Are not ugly about how somebody dresses and that's just that you can call it mean you can call it rude i i feel like i'm nice enough but every I, podcast I episode i can wow out a little bit and say that she cannot fucking right. dress and that's okay but my thing is is that i've been trying to point this shit out since last season when they were in the closet and lisa Rinna put on the crown and they had like that whole <laughs> Lisa Vanderpump, like, Lisa Rinna thing, oh, the crown is heavy, darling, whatever. And then, like, she was trying on clothes, and I'm like, okay. Um, And then they went to Italy, and I'm like, okay. And then in the confessionals, I'm like, okay. I keep trying to tell people, just because you have money, and just because you have designer, Mm -hmm. does not mean Mm -hmm. your fits Mm -hmm. fit. Your fits don't fit like that. Like, at all. I'll be nice. about anyone's fit. Sometimes Sutton can come through for Sutton. I'll say that. I'll say that. Sometimes Sutton can do... And that's not saying much. Right, right. But, you know, just to be nice. <laughs> like, and just to, you know... I'm not saying, you know, every outfit that she was is fugly. I'm just right, saying that I've not right. seen one piece where I'm... Like, even with, even with Lisa Renna, even with Kyle, and like... Yeah. Even with yeah, Kyle, yeah, I have yeah, seen yeah. something... Where I'm like, I like this outfit. Lately, she's been doing what she needs to do. And you know, for her, Kyle. That, I think it's the nose. It's the nose. Mm-hmm. It's the nose. Yeah, it's like, true, that nose true. brought out a completely different. But it's same. like she could like, wear shit like on anything, the stick, and I would be like, okay, why not? Yeah, like, it looks better. Yeah, like <laughs> it's improving. Like the nose definitely helped, like a lot, a lot, I mean, a lot, a lot. We can't all be fashion queens like Dorit, and like, I don't even <laughs> give Rena that because Rena. It's she not exactly dress. that she dresses all that great. It's it's her look. It's her ensemble. Like, everything together. The hair, mm-hmm. the makeup, the glitz, the glam. The not lips. seeing her on, with the TV Guide shortcut. Um, you know, it takes you out of the zone. Because whenever I see Lisa Renner with, like, long hair or a ponytail, 
I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I I kind of live for it. Yeah. 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 Like, it gives. (laughs) But yeah, like, having money and buying designer clothes does not mean you can dress. And I want you guys to fucking know that. I don't know why all of a sudden, you know, people are saying the pants are ugly. It's just like, you just don't take fashion risks. You don't, like... You you probably wear like jeans and maybe a t shirt or some leggings and a t shirt or some yoga pants and a t shirt. Do you see the way that they they come out like even the way that they're hemmed, they're gathered at certain parts. They come they balloon in another part, but then they come back in. They're and she was serious. so unbothered. Yeah. And like when they even when they showed her in the shot, I'm like, where's the ugliness? What are you talking about? Those were some nice pants. Those look like a size RL on IMBU. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know what that is, but I agree. (laughs) That's okay with me. Um, I was also going to say, because I don't know, this just like popped in my head since Lisa has gotten her storyline. Karen is still able to dress herself. I I don't know what anybody's talking about with this like she needs Kanye to dress. Kim's fine. <laughs> no, Kim's not fine, actually. She, I disagree with that. Um, you do? I think that, yeah, I think that she's making poor choices, especially when she went to Italy. It looked like 2007, Kim, when like they first got the show. And like, she looked completely different. Like, and you can tell that Kanye has stopped dressing her. Now I can I say that mm-hmm. when he when he dresses her, like he does do like the neutral colors and the beige a bit much. But as far as like when she had a look, Kim had a look from head to toe. And now from head to toe, she's completely like it, it went down. It, it goes Because I did like rich. that Roman runway picture that she had with like the skirt and the red heels and like the long hair part down the middle. Like I thought that was very like Beyonce, like very, like you know, oh, that's a big word. Well, well I mean, see, I respect. Mean, no, I respect your opinion. I respect your. I don't think that it's shit, but I just think that you can tell that she doesn't really know what to do. She doesn't know how to put certain things together, and I understand that. Like, I'm well versed in Kim. I understand mm-hmm. that she worked as a stylist. Um, I know her history, so I can say this. It's just that she kind of lost herself because she's so used to Kanye styling her. So much so that, I don't know, um, this is a fun fact that, like, she's doing a rebranding of KKW Beauty, and I don't know if she's going to drop the West. Um, That's the speculation. But I heard that even if she does drop the West, Kanye is helping her with the rebranding. And that's how, uh, (laughs) you know. Kim, you are funny (laughs) as fuck. I'm gonna yeah. like I kind of want to cut this part out now because I feel like an asshole. No, don't. Here I am defending that. her and trying to say this, and you're about to but go and make a whole disagree. fucking collection with Kanye. <laughs> like now it's I look like a, an asshole. It's not a fashion collection though; it's her makeup. Like she just rebranded oh, okay. the makeup, and he's helping with the branding, so we can leave it in. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I can tell that Kanye is no longer dressing her. He's now dressing Arena Shake. Her, um, his new girlfriend, and you know, her looks aren't there yet, but she's fine as hell. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, and the other day, can't dress, the leather right. pants ate, and <laughs> thank you, apparently, thank you. the blouse also ate, and that's just that on that with the fashion part. Yeah. Um, as far as the episode as a whole, I absolutely loved this episode mm-hmm. from beginning to end. 
we got a little um, of everyone's, not everyone's, but most people's home life. We got a little Christmas sneaking up on us. We got a little drama. We got a little what the fuck is going on. We got I a little so... parenting too with Garcelle because Garcelle definitely <laughs> oh got her kids the fuck together. A little black mama. <laughs> Jay <laughs> better get that. his ass on up. He better get his ass in that room. I know that. He better get his ass up. I love when she's like, you're going to have a problem with me this week. I, I'm like, is my mom in the room? Like, <laughs> Wait, when my mom said that, that scared the shit out of me because I'm like, and that's exactly why you got what the problem are we gonna have? Like, <laughs> he, he couldn't even, eat. he couldn't even eat. He was like, I don't want to eat because it's like that's a problem I don't want. Like, I will get right. sick to my stomach hearing that. And I wish the cameras were there. Like, <laughs> like I wish the cameras were there. Yeah, for like, me as a kid, that me. probably would have saved me. But, um... Right, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to also ask everyone, like, let me know, do you guys think if Harry Hamlin is okay? Because I've never seen so much of this, this man in my entire human. life. Like, it it's, is, I don't it's, dislike it's very it. different. I don't dislike it. I just feel, like, weird. I feel very weird. Like, like even just him on the last few episodes when he was talking about growing the garden and then him chatting with the ladies, he was very pleasant. Like, I have nothing negative to say about him, but Kim Richards does, because apparently she's going to be writing an expose, and she's going to tell us what she knows about Harry. Um, That's neither here nor there. That's a little bit of tea for you. But it's just very, I don't know what to do with my hands when I see Harry <laughs> Hamlin. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily know if I want more or if I want less. It's just that I just... And in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, I don't really know how I feel about it. Um, but yeah. I, I don't dislike it. I actually enjoy it's it's kind of strange. I actually enjoy him a little bit. Like, I don't know. I enjoy I, his little segments. Even the other episode when they were outside and he was like, you know, they were doing the whole garden. Thing. The garden. I liked that. I enjoyed it. And it made me think, okay, if we don't want to see him here. Maybe he should get his own like HGTV spinoff. Like, oh, yeah, the Harry Hamlin nice. show or some shit like that. <laughs> home renovations with Harry Hamlin and Scott. Um, <laughs> because Scott's home renovation show flopped. Um, yeah, yeah, because so, I mean, come on so now, did they expect it to? <laughs> I don't know. I think they wanted more than one season. I didn't even watch that. Show. I watch all. There's little that I don't I'm watch. I'm sad drunk as fuck. Yeah, no, they didn't want that shit. They didn't want that at all. Yeah, I just think that when I see Harry Hamlin for too long, more than like three seconds on the screen, it makes me feel like when I used to see my teachers out, like at <laughs> it's and true. I'm just it like, is true. I don't know what to do. Like, I but I'm a little nervous. You're supposed to be, you live at school. So what the fuck are you doing at Publix? You know, like it's weird. He's home more, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess I it was cool. I that. forgot. Yeah, it was a whole pandemic. I forgot about that. Um, hi, Harry Hamlin. If you'd like to come on the show from yeah, yeah. a Wild Black, let us know, I guess. Um, yeah, we can talk about it. And we can talk about your role that you played in Shameless. Okay. What did he play? Wait, okay, can we rewind that? Which, what did he do on Shameless? 
He did something. I like. I was looking at his um. I am BB. Yeah, and I seen Shameless, and I'm like, okay, we can do that. He played yeah, Lloyd, Ned. But what did he like? What was his storyline? Like, who was he on Shameless? Uh, That's Patreon talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was, subscribe to Patreon to find out. What but just so on, you know, like real quick, it was on. No, the don't tell them. Make them subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> Make them subscribe to Patreon. They'll find okay, out. Okay, okay. Subscribe to the Patreon, and I'll bring it up there, and I'll tell you. Right. Uh, family Karma. So we have talked <laughs> about Family Karma. <laughs> You know our show. Like, let's get fucking good. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We're going to be restructuring some things, but, you know, it's not going to be changing too much. It's just that we like to get it straight to the point and we're going to change some stuff up in the future. But right now, we are being 100. Like, we're on 100 right now because we're finally caught up with yeah. everything. We're caught up with our episodes. We're caught up with our Patreon. So we're just excited to talk about everything. Um, But we also talk in clubhouse that i want to plug right now before we even forget on tuesday nights we have an adult room on thursday nights we have the reality room and on fridays we have a low-key room with our very very good friend cousin Tucker. yes at housewives marvel podcast follow him come to our rooms we have a good old time and it's not just us talking it's everyone talking so we get to hear your opinions agree disagree and we act the fool especially when we when we change our pictures, everyone changes their like profile pictures <laughs> on Clubhouse. Yeah. And if you need an invite, literally just DM us and we'll give you an invite because we're exclusive and you're exclusive, babes. So yeah, Family Karma was amazing last week um, and this week, but last week was just such a touching episode. Yeah, yeah. Amrit came out to his grandmother who is... It, like it was raw, it was real, it was definitely um, not for me relatable, but I can see a lot of gay people like relating to yeah. that entire everything that happened because it wasn't like she was immediately like, oh okay, you know what, it's okay. Like no, she was actually like unhappy about it. She was honest about it, and then she kind of like came around. What did you think of last week's episode? I thought. Um... What you mean the the most recent one? No, last week. Oh, okay, when last we week. Um, I thought it was very cute. I thought it was sweet. I, me personally, I couldn't relate because like it didn't happen quite like that for me. But mm-hmm. I definitely love and appreciated his story. It's nice to see something like that on TV. Um, and right. I was happy to see that she received it well. Um, you know, she seemed a little bit unsure at first, but. The fact yeah, that she was straight up like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't think that. <laughs> and and that's, I think that it you know, that was show. the norm for me because I I, mm-hmm. I know living in a strict household sometimes, and if you have parents who are religious, um, those right. topics and those things are not the easiest, you know, to talk about and discuss. Um, and I also think he's courageous for even doing that on a on a platform so big, being on TV and doing some shit like that i don't know if they kind of planned that before or if that was natural right off the jump type of shit but either way whatever it is it gave whatever it is it gave what it needs to give um so Mm -hmm. i i definitely i appreciated amrit and it made me like amrit a little bit more i'm excited to see how this whole thing goes with him and nicholas yeah and then this week we got a continuation of it and 
Amber's boyfriend Nicholas was able to meet his grandmother, and she, you know, talked about that scene. And, and <laughs> yeah, he kissed her feet, and Nicholas talked about his parents and his coming out experience that wasn't as yeah. pleasant and is still ongoing. Right. He's like, he's honest. A lot of people are like, you know what, my parents accept it, but at the end of the day, would they come to my wedding? Which is something that I hear like a lot. Now that I actually, now his story, I actually related the most to, because I feel like Mm -hmm. um, with my parents, it was a little bit more, well, maybe not so much with my dad, but definitely with my mom, it was very difficult. Uh, Yeah. So even when I talk, not even wedding shit, when I talk about maybe like a date or something like that, it's like, yeah we gotta it's a whole it's a whole event you know but i will say that she has come around and i educate my mom on everything even if she chooses sometimes to ignore what the fuck i say i still let her know you know what's going on and and she's gotten a lot better but i i understand it i'm actually very happy that amrit's family is so supportive because Hopefully that makes Nicholas feel the support that he's lacking from his family. Right. I also thought it was interesting that it was a different dynamic. Yeah. Um, it has nothing to do with generations, but kind of like in generations, like in real life. Yes, yes. Dad, the dad was more accepting than the mom. Yeah. And mm. the mom, even though she's accepting, she's still like, you know, when I really, like, sit and think about it, like, what's wrong? Like, why do I still feel a certain way about it? And I think that was brave of her to even, like, say those feelings out loud, agree to have them air, you know, right. and just, like, have that conversation. But even to this day, she's still iffy about it. Um, and she, like, reflect within herself, like, how can I, you know, change and, like, what's wrong with me? And the dad is like, listen, like, you need to just accept it. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's hard for moms to just do that, which I understand because as a parent, you have a vision for your kids. So once you see your kids kind of stray from that vision that you have for them, it's like, it can mm-hmm. be a little bit shocking. I can understand that because you're expecting grandkids. You're expecting like maybe me to have this wife in this big wedding and all this extra shit. Yeah. But it's like, hey, no, you're about to get my boyfriend and you're about to get some motherfucking animals and those are <laughs> going to be your grandkids and maybe eventually at some point. Yeah. It's you different. know, it's you might get a grandkid, but it's not... It's, it's different. Envision for your child. and yeah. I, I get it. I get it. And I'm just glad that, again, like what I was preaching about earlier, reality TV, this is reality. Like reality. it wasn't just immediately. Oh, okay, everything's fine. You know that would have kind of pissed me off. Different. I'll be like, honest. Yeah, I think everybody wants to see that, and that—that's the problem with the world. But I'm not going to get into that. I think sometimes, <laughs> like, I think we think that just because we have all these advocates and all these people speaking out that we still don't have human beings with kind of like that old-fashioned mindset like we still do and yeah it's not necessarily a problem or an issue let's just educate them and do better but let's stop trying to betray this image that everybody's perfect and accepting because that's not the case right and it's just it it 
it is more relatable mm-hmm. when people are themselves and like you kind of see that in other families and it kind of makes you like oh i'm not the only one with people who don't automatically you know accept this and i'm not the only one who went through this and i'm not the only one who's still going through it so i think that was like such a real honest and open conversation especially with um the fact that you know they're in the indian community and they're saying in the indian community it's still taboo and i loved when emma was like okay i'm doing this so the younger people can come up and be themselves, be authentic to themselves. And, I didn't have the god. Yeah, like he's like I didn't have the guidance to do that, and I don't know mm-hmm. anyone who's doing that. So I am here for it. I can't wait until the engagement episode, and um, yeah. eventually, I guess next season we'll be getting a or we'll probably get a season of them planning for the wedding, and then the wedding. So I'm here for it, and it's it's a really good show, family show. So much fun. The aunties are fun. Um, Bali is not an auntie. She wants y'all to get that right. I see. She is like lit. She is fine. Um, and I also wanted to say too, you know, we're we're noticing Dylan a little bit more. We're getting a more fun side of Dylan. <laughs> hmm. Not right. the shit talking side that we thought we were gonna get at the beginning. Um, yeah, but yeah, I would say I'd say I'm I'm more open to Dylan now, um, and I can look at him. You, you like his friendship yeah. with Anisha? That's what you told me. Yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of get past that whole Bashal and and him thing because they're if they're cool, I'm cool. Okay, that's uh, that's, that's good like. because you were feeling really Dylan. Me, he's still got a ways to go. Um, you know, I don't have any hard feelings against him, but I just, I don't, I don't dislike him, but I don't like him either. It's so, kind of deep, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, don't <laughs> you fucking do this to Michelle. Because, like, that should piss me off. But, like, we're, but we're gonna, you know, we're gonna move past Yeah, it. we're moving, we're moving Forgive past Forgive our sister. Um, yeah, okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Also, he's now friends with, um, with Kendrick so like by association yeah. if you're <laughs> cool Kendrick then you're cool yeah, with us be cool. So, so being open and honest so that was family karma baby um the, oh the last thing do you think that Monica and Brian are gonna last that's all I want to know uh no I don't Me I don't at, I don't at all because uh, number one Brian just got laid off um and he didn't say <laughs> shit about it and he did that shit on national TV so that's like a big deal that's a big ass deal and yeah I think, the way I would have been like you need to cut the motherfucking cameras because <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need you to to just please take a break from the cameras for just a second yeah you like, did what <laughs> just get off them just set them down slowly yeah, because if you don't, I'm gonna have to, and I don't want to see that. I'm gonna have to nini leaks and like pull <laughs> shirts off of people and shit like you that. You will never <laughs> forgive nini leaks or forget that nini leaks. I am sorry to that man, okay? But that shit there, that's a hit. Whatever happened in that closet, I don't know exactly what happened, but. <laughs> All I remember is Porsche's like, I'm pregnant. Get me out of here. I want to go home. Yo. Ah! Stop. Okay. Okay. 
okay. Because you don't know how to act. So we're, Sorry. We're going to cancel that. We're going to stop. Okay. <laughs> we might cut it out. Who knows? We might leave it in for a bit of a treat. Um, so we'll go on to the... Okay, we're going to do a little Bravo Tea segment where we get into some headlines of... Um, recent headlines. I don't yeah. know if it's the week, the month, whatever the fuck it is. It's recent and it's going on and want to get into it because guess what? The top 10 ladies are coming. Potomac is coming this Sunday, baby. And the budget, I can tell that they did something with the budget. Like it just feels more expensive. And um, it feels like we're going to get great storylines, more than one storyline. And we just want to let everyone know that the whole past is forgiven. Monique is no longer on the cast. We still love her. Yes. Um, but, you know, we are coming into this with no pre-existing, you know, like, in no kind of bad harbored feelings for Candace, no kind of harboring feelings for the Green Eye Bandits. Like, we are coming into this with a clean slate because we're just so glad for them to be back. And then once they start acting the fool, that's when we'll choose our sides. And we'll choose our sides accordingly, you know, not yeah. from any other everybody season, just for free game. Season. Free game with free everybody. Game. Um, you know, I'm open to Candace, especially like listen, me and Candace are okay right now. I watch her Christmas movie. <laughs> the lot you're you're yeah, the, we did. We you know, watched her Christmas movie and even had a whole zoom. She gave she, so we she support it. So you know we supported it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not, I'm really not mad yeah. at it. Right. Um, okay. Um, we have a new cast. Well, a new cast member, Mia. Mia is gorgeous. Love her. Mia Thorne. She mm-hmm. owns, I think, like chiropractic facilities or something like that. She's going to be into the mix. And Wendy, it sounds like, is going to really see who's her friend and why she should have chose a side and uh well i understand why she chose like candace's side but to couple up with like the green eye bandits the way that she did she's definitely regretting that and we can see um as far as like these interviews that we're about to talk about but we have a few headlines we want to talk about first and that starts with the grand dame the grand do you want to yes I, I mean, I absolutely do. So we have an uh, article from Reality Blurb. Uh, the headline is Karen Huger slams Giselle Bryant for coming for Husbands of Housewives of Potomac co-stars. Dishes on friendship with Wendy and teases reconciliation with Candace. So... What does she basically say? Summarize it. Yeah, so she is revealing where she stands with Giselle. Apparently, her and Giselle, she's keeping that eye on, on Giselle, even though Giselle recently said in an interview that her and Karen are becoming more cool. Karen was like, eh, uh, I'm still keeping an eye on you, sis. Um, back the fuck up like, a little bit, but we're, yeah. you know, we're okay. I, you know, she feels a way about Giselle because Giselle is going around um talking about these rumors with wendy's husband and it's like karen doesn't like that you know she's keeping an eye out for selena the same way that nikki is keeping an eye out for For, selena exactly in the same way i'm keeping it out for selena honestly because oh my god what's selena you and nikki on her ass me nikki and (laughs) spider-man what how uh, yeah. yeah. So okay, yeah. 
So that's if that's... you got it, you got it. <laughs> like I know, I cannot explain that to anyone, but people that know are here. I feel like you kind of understand me. where I'm getting. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. So I she's saying do. that you know, um, she doesn't like that Giselle necessarily did that, but it has, however, made her and Wendy a lot closer. Apparently, they are cool and they are now friends. Karen referred to her as her friend. They apparently see each other now and they're on better terms. She also said that her and Candace are on a better, you, you know, they're they're getting their relationship together compared to last season and where that shit was because that was a hot ass mess um i would like to know though can you answer this is she Mm. now impressed with wendy yeah she says that her actually not only is she impressed with wendy but her (laughs) and wendy are impressed with each other so that's another thing i was very surprised to see that um in her worded like that right because that was actually no i wasn't surprised because that was the whole thing it was a compliment for wendy but also a compliment for her which is typical (laughs) karen Um, she's the queen i respect that i'm it reading this actually makes me more excited to see it because i do like to see karen and candace on good terms i will say that i love to see them together um, and I'm also happy. I'd, I'd like to see and explore this relationship that she has with Wendy now. I think that's going to be very fun versus this last season where she was like, uh, she wasn't feeling mm-hmm. Wendy at all. Okay, so then speaking of Wendy, I have another article from Entertainment. Tonight, you have another one? We have it. We have the tea um, because it's coming out and they're all doing their cast interviews. They are all promoing. And there's also, if you guys haven't mm-hmm. called 1870Potomac, call 1870Potomac, period. It's a real line. Listen to what they're saying. Um, but Wendy, speaking of Wendy, she spoke with Entertainment Tonight about these exact rumors that Karen is upset with Giselle about. Um, if you guys didn't know, the, the rumor was that. Not only did Eddie Osefo cheat on Wendy, but he allegedly had a side baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let me open up my water really quick, guys. Yeah, get hydrated. Like, marinate those vocal cords. Um, So she did an an interview with Entertainment Tonight, and she talked about, you know, her coming into the new season is that she's more sure of herself. She knew what to expect. And what she also said is that there are a lot of dynamic shifts. So that's, again, alluding to the fact that she is closer to people that she thought that she was not going to be close to, which I think is obviously Karen after you just read what you read. Right. Um, but then she is talking about that she's not immune to the fact that they're public figures. So she expects people to talk about her. But I think that her problem with Giselle is that she was not only just talking about it, like she was feeding into it and bringing it to the cast which i think we saw kind of like on the preview when she was talking to ashley it was like oh did you hear about eddie what about eddie um so what she said basically was that i do think it was premeditated and i also know that certain individuals on this show have a pattern in the practice of attacking people's families that's what they do mm-hmm. that's what they get off on mm-hmm. and you know again if that's what you do do you but don't do that with the Osefo crew. I don't play. 
and I say that very clear to not play with my husband's name. Let the other people do that, the blogs, because that's what they're paid to do. But don't you do that. And I think that this group quickly learned that I have what I call my sacred four. That's my husband and my three kids. Talk about my wigs, my clothes, anything you want to, child. Just talk about me. But don't talk about a man who is not just a good husband, but a good father. And his only crime is supporting me to be on this platform. Don't do that because I will drag you. And that's Ooh. just that on that. Well, <laughs> a word that from Wendy. A word. Like, I, I'm not Giselle, but I feel gathered. To be fair, I'm actually looking forward to Wendy's return the most. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a hot take. I'm actually yeah, I think that like see. her her yeah. like recent posts like She's are making it because it's a glow up. It's the season two glow up. <laughs> Honestly, I would even go as far as to say it seems like a season three glow up because you just don't go from like long hair to a bob like within one season. It takes a while to get to that level where you get a bob. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Aaron is the local Bob expert. Yep. Um, his name is Bob, so they call him Bob. It goes Bob, Bob, Bob. twenty-eight inch or thirty inch, blunt cut. Thirty inch weed with the long eyelashes. Yeah. Okay. Then you do a Bob, and then like after the Bob, you kind of like shave one side off. But that's another story. That's another time. Um, she's been that's given. season four. Yeah, the season four. Exactly. Shave one side off. Okay, you okay. know it. When, when does the shortcut come in? That's like season five. That's like season five, season six. Like, very advanced. Unless you start off with one, then you have to come back like the last season with one, too. Like Candy did, kind of. To bring it all together. She did that shit. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so fucking funny. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to Potomac. We will always be watching. Don't sleep on Potomac. More people watched than ever last season. And that was thanks to not just us, obviously, even though I want to give us our flowers, <laughs> but also like a lot of the other fan pages <laughs> yeah, yeah, were yeah, also sure. posting about Potomac, baby. Even and though even we were Bravo, talking about this shit and dragging it through the mud and talking about it and giving it to y'all and talking about it and giving it to y'all time after time again. <laughs> Shout out to the, all the other Instagram pages um, because they definitely did their thing too. Um, yes. Yeah, we were very so cabaret about it. Yeah, okay. So let's leave it on that note. We're very cabaret. Um, so we'll be moving on to another franchise that we just finished chatting about, which is Beverly Hills. I just have to say that I think that this is one of our best podcasts ever. I don't know why, but the vibes are definitely there. Um, but yeah, so not this you is about <laughs> not you giving a fucking review mid podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Like we usually wait until after to like feel it out. But like I don't know. I'm just feeling great today mm-hmm. for some mm-hmm. reason. Like we did it. We did it. We did it. Job. Um, so we're talking about Beverly Hills now, and obviously the center of attention is Erica James and her case and what she's going to have to do. Like, is she going to jail? Is she innocent? Does she know? Does she not know? Where's Tom? Where the fuck is Tom? Um, <laughs> so what recently happened is that Erica Jane, she reacted to the news that the judge ruled. 
that Tom Girardi's victims can collect payments from her. So what this means is that basically, um, shout out to like the Bravo Docket, which is like a podcast that handles all the lawyer um, type things. And also just shout out to a lot of our people who listen to every single podcast, like, yes. you know, the Real Housewives Orders. Um, we Speak Housewives, love her. Mindy, love her. Like, a lot of people literally don't miss an episode. So shout out to you guys. I don't know why. The spirit in me just wanted to bring that out. But anyways, so basically, um, you know, she has her own company. Tom transferred a lot of money to her for her company. And, like, even if it wasn't about her company, like, whatever money Erica has, a lawyer basically granted some of the victims, well, a certain family that we saw on the Housewife and the Hustler, they're now able to pursue legally after Erica and basically get that $11 million settlement that they were supposed to get from Tom. And that's a fucking problem. Because that now that is literally interfering with her new life and her clean break that she thinks that she made that she's setting up ever so carefully in the you know in the season right now but uh yeah so that's a problem they can go after her money and what she posted was a gift that said the ice queen can take it because that's her you know nickname is that she is the ice queen. And um, <laughs> I don't think that she should post that. I don't know who's running her social media. I was just about to say that. I don't know I what know. the fuck is going on. I'm a little bit I, confused. I am a social media manager. So I try to definitely like take, like I try to post things that aren't going to like offend people, right. but that are also funny. And then even just with our podcast and our page, I can get a little wild. You guys know our page. <laughs> we can both we can both act mm-hmm. like plain fools. But if we <laughs> we wouldn't even be in this situation. But yeah, I, that's what imagine, I'm saying. <laughs> I can't even put my this is so out of our mm-hmm. league that I, okay, you know what? In general, as a rule, if there are burden victims who are going after your husband that you are divorcing. Um, that you have made a clean break from and people in a, a documentary came out about you and people are now looking at you and thinking that you knew about his illegal, you know, dealings, you should not be posting memes about the situation because there's nothing funny yeah. about it. I think she should definitely get her ass off of social media. I'm just saying, Erica, I know you're probably like, shut the fuck up or what, <laughs> but I'm just or saying, what? or what? But I'm just saying, I think you should kind of take a break, you know, just a little bit. Don't get upset. We love you. We still, you know, um, I don't know what to say about this. I'll be honest, girl. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. It's not looking great. We've been trying to save your ass, but also I definitely have been dragging your ass because I think you. (laughs) But at the same time, because you dress very well, I was willing to kind of like not talk about it as much as I want. (laughs) Blaming. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. No, no, no. It's fair. It's fair. Honestly, it was her saying shut the fuck up to Sutton for me. Like that made me kind of like, okay, maybe. We kind of need to shut the fuck up about it. Maybe we do. Yeah. 
maybe we do need to shut the fuck up. Um, but now we're not because you're over yeah. here posting gifts. Because so that's insensitive. You're pushing it. You're out of your fucking mind, and you need to literally let someone take over social media well, because slow, now it's, it's slow your own. It's yeah. On top of that, another um, headline is that. You know how she's been showing her ass because she's a Fenty model. Mm. And a Fenty, you know, oh, in, oh, the, in the show. Now, her contract has not been renewed. A moment of silence. Alright, imagine uh, imagine being a Fenty like you know, and model. Giselle and, said, like, and it was all taken away from her just like that. Just <laughs> like that. Damn, right. Erica, yeah. just like that. You couldn't, like... Right. I don't know what to say about it, but I guess Rihanna, like, spoke for us because your ass is off. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, okay, so to be fair, what happened was that the contract expired and they're choosing not to renew it. <laughs> but obviously, if she was just still Erica Jane, right, to Tom and all this shit that shouldn't happen, she would absolutely... Like, you cannot tell me that one year... You're in a fucking fashion show, and then the next year you don't even have a contract. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way. I know Rihanna was like, "Oh, we're going yeah. to have to shred her fucking contract," <laughs> and that's like that was probably annoying as fuck because like she was like, she "Move the to... fuck out the way, <laughs> move out the way." I have to rip this fucking contract up for Erica. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the bitch from Beverly Hills. Ugh. Yes. So oh. um RIP to her contract, RIP to that fucking bag, and girl, get the fuck off social media. And that's just that on that. Maybe so you our can last do another play. <laughs> well, that's what she said. She said that she has a what, what is that house. play called? What is it called? Um a raisin in the sun. No, no, not a <laughs> We're talking about Erica, not Felicia Rashad. What was the fucking thing that she was about to go on tour for? She was on on Broadway for that fucking show. Um, what I think was she it called? Like Roxy Hart. Roxy, yes, um, yes. On, on Roxy Hart. I don't yeah. know why that shit is fucking Chicago. hilarious. Chicago. The because fact that I'm did it. it. <laughs> because she she made it up. Like she was talking, not made it up. She literally talked about it. Right. On the show, she was like, I, I did, oh, I have my own shit, um, I'm an artist, um, I did a play. She was naming all of her assets on the show, which was stupid as fuck also, because it's yeah. like, these lawyers are writing but all this shit. <laughs> knowing how she's playing this, I'm pretty sure it's like other ones that she's not giving. Um, oh, you mean the you know ones that are about to be taken away? I'm not going to get into that, because so they, what do you get into? the courthouse, that's the courthouse. Yeah, we're going to get into Shamari. I don't know if you guys remember Shamari. Do you guys remember Shamari? You are so dead ass wrong. It was not that long ago. You did not have to ask them that. You know, they're I'm just kidding. I love, I actually like Shamari (laughs) a lot. Like, I really like Shamari. (laughs) But but people, for some reason, though, I said that because a lot of people shade Shamari. A lot of people truly believe that she was not meant to be on Housewives. I'm one. I don't. I actually thought different. I thought she wasn't the worst. Um, She's not the worst, but she just wasn't meant to be on Housewives. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I'll just be honest. No, you are. You are. So, all about the tea. uh, She 
talks with them. Yeah. Oh, about the <laughs> like, oh, about I don't the know if we should have cited that because that was a lot. If y'all saw that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so apparently Shabari <laughs> is blaming Housewives of Atlanta editing for making her look like a drunk. She says that yeah. she hasn't had a drink in, in two years. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that was about. Um, she says, and I quote, she says, there's a lot in editing. So they make you look like something that you're not. Um, there was a scene that I did during Housewives of Atlanta that was about couples and learning different tools and skills to keep your relationship going. And they cut the whole scene out. But they wanted to show me with my little wine and make it seem like <laughs> her little wine and make it seem like I'm just this drunk or whatever. But that's not me. There's the ballots. Um, and if you recall, you know, we seen her throw up on Eva's shoes. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's where it stops. For yeah, me. that was. Listen, okay, I feel like, is it fair to say Housewives of Atlanta editing can make you look very shitty? That's fair. I agree. That's fair. That's fair. But one thing that the editors could not do. Can't do. is make you you throw up on some motherfucking shoes. I'm sorry. That's nobody's fault. Nobody. That's. (laughs) I don't care. And then she was like, oh, I don't like I don't care if they're Zara or I don't care if they're white. So that's a lot. Puke on my fucking throw up anywhere else. I don't know what was going on, but it was I was literally as soon as she did that, I would have kicked her. I'm sorry. Like that was deserving of a kick. Okay, we're gonna (laughs) No, like don't throw up on my fucking We're not gonna promote violence. Really? (laughs) Today? today okay we're okay. gonna be little, we're gonna be a little bit better today just because these the girls are doing enough for us we don't even have to do shit between this yeah, shit, between shamari and all of this shit the girls yeah. are talking on their own so i'm just saying like just don't throw up on my foot i'll, I'll leave it at that then just don't throw up on my foot shamari you need to not blame the editors so much because guess what at the end of the day that's the scene that was shown on TV. Like, you know, you have to go, you have to know that they're filming, you know? So if you can't handle your alcohol, sometimes you got to step back. If you think you're going to throw up on some shoes, sometimes maybe you need to go home early, go in the bathroom, have a sit on the side of the edge of the bathtub um, (laughs) and gather yourself, you know, lift your hair up, put it in a bun, do what you need to do so you don't throw up on some shoes on the TV show. Okay. I respect that. And she also said that it was because she had just had her twins and she couldn't handle the liquor and they were giving her a bunch of drinks. And that's that's what happened. But I still don't know because you're still going to throw up. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. No one made you do that. But you have to understand that when, you know, when they when that's shown on TV, it looks a certain way. So and and but I want to also make this clear. Not once did I think Shamari could not. Maybe I think she couldn't handle. I I did think maybe she can handle her alcohol, but okay, I so never once thought. And no, I took. I listen. Damn, why are you coming at because, me? Because you literally why are you coming at me? Violence. Why are you coming at me? <laughs> Well, you know what I will say? I 
like her a little bit better on yeah. the encore. I do. Um, but but what I was saying was I don't see her as a drunk. That one scene did not no, make me think like, oh, she was drunk. I I've seen so many other great things. Um, she's a mom. She's a and I th- and I love that. She I think she's an amazing mom. I think she's an amazing mm-hmm. wife. Um, yeah. and partner. Um, because she loved right. her husband down and she stood beside him a ten lot. toes. Um, and mm-hmm. she wasn't with the bullshit. So I did appreciate that. And Shamari wasn't scared to speak up for herself. That's one thing about it. Um, versus, you know, I'm not even gonna say that, but. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all watch. Y'all sing. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The one that was on with Claudia Jordan. That's not Claudia Jordan. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so love Shamari. We're enjoying her on Encore. And maybe we'll see her as a guest. Maybe she'll guest. She said that she's open to coming back on Housewives. I think that. I like her on the encore. Yeah, because Shamari, this is another thing. I don't think it's really up to you. I'll be honest. I I just see the girls dragging you through the mud again. And (laughs) that's that's just what I see. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the tea. And that's that for the week. This is actually like a longer episode than we meant it to be. Because we just got into things so much. But we didn't realize how long we were talking, but it's been like fun having you guys listen in and we can't wait to hear your thoughts. Sometimes you DM us, sometimes you comment with us. Um, so yeah, we want to know your thoughts on all of the shows and we usually leave you with the question, what should we ask you? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have one, Aaron? If not, I have one. No, no, let's hear yours. Okay, so if you could bring back Shamari, or if you could bring back Claudia Jordan, who would you bring back? That so is a good question. Let me, who would you bring back? Claudia. Me too. It's so hard to say because I yeah. want to get Claudia back only because of her feud with Mimi. But right, now that right, Mimi right. isn't on there, it's just like, okay, so what's the purpose? But I still want to see Claudia I could see her standing up also being the voice of reasoning but kind of standing because Claudia Jordan has a mouth on her that's one thing about it and she's gonna argue um and she's gonna get into it so I do want to see that I think Shamari is more if I could have them both back on because I think Shamari offers the family I think we get a good idea of like her. We we can see her. Well, you can. You have to choose, Aaron. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm gonna go with Claudia though. I'm that's, that's <laughs> my final choice. You but, are making um, a case for Shamari. I was making a case because while ultimately I, choosing Claudia. I can't. I can't contradict myself because in the past episodes I did say I wanted to see more of the family dynamic in Housewives, and I think Shamari yeah, will offer that, but. No, that's I, just not the family you want to yeah. see right now yeah 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 and i get it I, yeah. I truly do so you guys let us know if you want shamari or you want claudia back um sign up for our patreon follow us at bravo well black and follow me at the dip that's t-h-e-d-i-p-p i am over there we just did a giveaway y'all we gave away some airpods I see and we gave child. away Yes, we gave away a gift card, okay, 
for Netflix. And that was about two months of free Netflix. And we're going to do another giveaway when we hit 10K. So please follow the dip, subscribe to the dip. I even have our um, promo code. It's going to be right below this episode that you can use. And we're doing good things, fun things over there. We love you so much. And we will be back very, very soon to give our thoughts on the drama and ask you some questions and maybe even stir the pot a little. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.